When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 285, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Hey, welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions. Every other weekday, I read health and fitness blogs to you like an audiobook, but on Fridays, I do something different. I take your questions that you submit to me via your phone calls or the website, and I answer them right here on the show. Remember, I want this to be a place of truth for you. There's so much misinformation out there, especially when it comes to health and nutrition and all of that stuff, that I want you to be able to feel comfortable and confident that what I'm sharing with you is based on real data, and I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible. So with that, let's jump right in, hear today's question, and start optimizing your life. Hi, my name is David. I'm a 56-year-old male. Uh, I have blood pressure a little higher than I'd like it to be. My resting heart rate is in the 60s. My cholesterol is 180. Uh, I exercise. I eat well. I take care of myself. I weigh 205. And I was wondering what I could do to lower my BP. Last reading was 138 over uh, 90. Look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Thank you for your question, David. I want to quickly mention to everyone else that your question is actually relevant to everyone, no matter how old you are or how healthy you think you are. This is because as we age, our blood pressure tends to increase across the board. Now, there are a number of reasons for why this happens. We tend to become more sedentary as we get older. Our diets aren't as good. We often gain weight as we get older. Our stress levels may go up, etc., So all of these things increase blood pressure. But let's say someone is superhuman and does everything right as they get older. They don't gain any weight. They actually increase their exercise. They continue to eat a nutritious and balanced meal three times a day and so on. Even under these optimal conditions, their blood pressure will still likely go up. This is because as we age, our arteries, those oh-so-important blood vessels that carry blood and nutrients to all of our organs, just don't function as well as they should. 
arteries should normally be smooth and clean on the inside to allow blood to flow easily through it. And at the same time, the arteries should be elastic, meaning when blood is rushing through them, this actually puts a bit of pressure on the inside of the artery, forcing it to expand and bulge out. But they're built to handle this. The artery should be able to snap back under this kind of pressure, kind of like a brand new rubber band. But as we age, just like an old rubber band, the arteries lose some of that elasticity. The lining inside becomes damaged too and starts to develop plaque, which makes it more difficult for blood to flow through them. All of this together means that the heart now has to send more blood with more force with each beat. And as a result, that increases our blood pressure. So how do you know whether you actually have high blood pressure? The American Heart Association says you have high blood pressure, sometimes called hypertension, same thing, when either of the following conditions are met. One, your top number, your systolic blood pressure, is greater than or equal to 140. And or, two, the bottom number, also known as your diastolic blood pressure, is greater than or equal to 90. Basically, this means when you get your blood pressure read at the doctor's office, the first number they say to you should be less than 140. The second number should be less than 90. David kindly shared his last blood pressure reading, and it was 138 over 90. So the first number, 138. That's high, but it's still less than 140. So far, so good. His second number was 90. If the second number is greater than or equal to 90, then this also means that the person has high blood pressure. So in this case, David is correct that he has hypertension. But I need to also mention that when you go to the doctor's office, the blood pressure reading they give you may be inaccurate. This is because many of us get nervous when we go to the doctor's office. We call it white coat syndrome. When we're nervous, guess what happens to our blood pressure? It goes up. Or maybe we're there because we're sick. That will also probably increase your blood pressure. So it's always important to try and get an accurate reading. The best time and place to do this will be right after you wake up in the morning before you get out of bed. And ideally, you would want to get at least three more readings on different days. So let's assume that this protocol was followed and the blood pressure readings were still high. Besides going on blood pressure-lowering medications, what can you do about your high blood pressure now? Here are my suggestions. One, think about changing your exercise routine. Check with your doctor first, but try and incorporate some high-intensity interval training. A number of well-designed studies are showing that high-intensity training is relatively safe for most people and can dramatically improve heart health and possibly lower blood pressure. I addressed how to go about incorporating high-intensity interval training in an earlier podcast. We'll put the link up in our episode description. But at the very least, if you're not sure how to do that, at least mix up your routine. If you normally jog, for example, try sprinting for a bit. If you lift weights, take a shorter rest period between sets. And yes, weightlifting is perfectly safe even if you have high blood pressure. What you wanna do is just be sure you're breathing correctly. And it may be a good idea to start with a lighter weight and higher reps in the beginning. Two, you've likely heard this before, but think about lowering your sodium or salt intakes. You might be thinking, wait, wasn't salt and blood pressure just a myth? Uh, no. What we're learning is that some individuals are salt or sodium sensitive, meaning they do experience an increase in blood pressure when they consume salt. Now, this doesn't happen to everyone, which is part of the reason why we see conflicting evidence with some of the research findings. So how do you know if you're salt sensitive? 
You really don't know unless you and your doctor test you for it specifically, which can be challenging. So that's why we do recommend that everyone consider reducing their salt intakes just to be safe. Even a reduction of like a quarter of a teaspoon would start to bring that blood pressure back down. It really doesn't take much. Three, increase your consumption of potassium-rich foods. Potassium is kind of amazing and that can help offset the damage from consuming too much sodium. So if you tend to eat a lot of salty foods, it may help to consume foods that are high in potassium. Now, if someone has a pre-existing health condition like kidney disease or a history of heart attack or stroke, be careful here. Too much potassium can be a problem and I never recommend a potassium supplement. But for most everyone else, consuming potassium-rich foods can be really helpful. These foods include leafy green vegetables like spinach and broccoli, tomatoes, sweet potatoes, cantaloupe, bananas, citrus fruits, nuts, and even animal products like salmon. These are all good sources of potassium. And the added benefit, of course, is that many of the foods I just mentioned are high in other nutrients too. And four, consider losing weight. Now, without knowing your height, David, I can't say whether your body weight is appropriate, but even a small drop in body weight for anyone, five to 10 pounds even, can be enough to help drop your blood pressure by a few points, which can be significant. Now, I hope you feel empowered. If these suggestions feel like it's too much, Remember that even if you incorporate just one of these tips regularly with consistency, it will likely make a difference. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster, and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for your question, David. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to have a chance to win and have your question answered right here on the show, come by oldpodcast.com and send in your audio question. You can also call it in. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Thank you for listening all week long. That's another week of Optimal Health Daily in the books. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together, we'll optimize your life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.